Libya's Muammar Gaddafi is hiding, but he's still getting his message out. Today, he again urged his supporters to keep fighting, raising the specter of a prolonged conflict in Libya. As long as he's alive and out and about, and as long as he can still deliver some kind of message, these loyalists will not stop fighting for him. But according to the rebels' representative in Washington, it's just a matter of time. We'll get him sooner or later. That's ahead on the program. BBC News with Marianne Marshall. A new audio message has been broadcast from Colonel Gaddafi, urging Libyans to destroy the rebels as heavy fighting again broke out in Tripoli. Rebels and Gaddafi loyalists have been fighting in the Abu Salim neighbourhood. There have been unconfirmed claims from rebel sources that Gaddafi or his sons might be hiding there. Wira Davis is in the city. Much to the anger of his opponents here in Libya and the frustration of Western governments, Colonel Gaddafi remains at large, tormenting the rebels in another radio address this evening. Calling on his supporters to purify Tripoli of the rebels, the colonel urged them to march on the city and drive out the rats, unbelievers and crusaders. Elsewhere in the city, his supporters are continuing to resist the rebel onslaught. In the Abu Salim district, pro-Gaddafi snipers have shot dozens of rebels and civilians. Rebel forces are now advancing on the city of Siat, Colonel Gaddafi's birthplace and his principal remaining stronghold. A rebel spokesman said tribal leaders in Siat had tried to negotiate a surrender, but this had apparently been vetoed by Colonel Gaddafi's troops. Paul Wood is with the rebels. We're just outside the town of Ben Jawad, and after that, the road leads straight to Siat, passing us by transporters carrying tanks, on top of which sit teenage rebels cheering as they head for what they hope will be the final battle of this war. But the rebels are making slow progress, the loyalists are proving a stubborn enemy. One rebel commander told me the only explanation he had was that many of Gaddafi's fighters were still unaware of what had changed in the past couple of days. The BBC has been shown the bodies of 17 men who were allegedly tortured and executed by pro-Gaddafi forces as Tripoli was being overrun by rebels. A BBC correspondent says he was told that the men had been sprayed with machine gun fire outside a makeshift prison. Earlier, the human rights group Amnesty International said it had gathered testimonies of serious abuses by both sides in the conflict. It said there were alleged cases of torture by Gaddafi supporters and of his soldiers who had surrendered being shot and wounded by rebels. One of the world's most influential financiers, Warren Buffett, is investing $5 billion in the Bank of America. The bank's shares have fallen by a third this month and lost more than half their value this year over investor concerns about losses in its home loans business. With the details, here's Andrew Walker. There have been worries in the financial markets that Bank of America could be seriously damaged by losses in its home loans business. That has been reflected in a falling share price. Now, the highly regarded investor Warren Buffett is putting in $5 billion of capital from his company, Berkshire Hathaway. That move does two things. It gives Bank of America an additional cushion to absorb any losses, and the fact that Mr Buffett's involved is seen by many in the markets as a vote of confidence in the bank, whose share price rose after the announcement. World news from the BBC. Police in northern Austria say they're investigating a man accused of imprisoning and sexually abusing his two daughters in his home over a period of 40 years. The man, who's in his 80s, denies the allegations. Police said the case was reported to them in May after a social worker visited the house and found the father lying on the floor injured. 
Reports suggest that one of the daughters had overpowered her father when he tried to rape her. The alleged abuse echoes the case of Josef Fritzl, who's serving a life sentence for imprisoning and raping his daughter. A United Nations envoy, who's just ended a visit to Burma, says serious concerns remain about human rights, despite signs of improvement under the new nominally civilian government. Tomas Ojea Quintana was speaking at the end of his first visit to Burma in 18 months. Here's Vivian Marsh of our Asia-Pacific desk. Mr Ojea Quintana said this was a key moment in Burma's history, with real opportunities to improve human rights and bring about a genuine transition to democracy. But his continuing concerns included the large number of prisoners of conscience, armed conflict involving ethnic groups, and allegations of torture and ill-treatment in prisons. The UN envoy welcomed what he said appeared to be an opening up of Burma's political process. Last week,